This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm this, 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 this the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go. Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome in to another episode of the Buffalo Nerd. This is your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. So we're heading into the bye week. So I thought to myself, this is a perfect opportunity to step back, you know, kind of take a big picture look at things. And I don't want it to just be my look of it. I'll give you that next week. I wanted to bring in somebody that covers the NFL for a big old platform, watches a ton of football, gets tons of data. And I want to see where he thinks the Buffalo Bills are. So this week, I'm joined by Ari Morov of over at PFF. He covers all 32 NFL teams in under 280 characters, and he gives it to you good. Uh, so Ari, thanks a lot for coming in, man. I know you're a super busy guy. Um, why don't you go ahead and kind of introduce yourself a little bit to anybody that might not know you. Thank you, Cole, for having me on. Really appreciate you doing this. And yeah, I'm Ari Morov from PFF covering the entire NFL. You probably know me better on my Twitter account and my sports update. Follow me there. You get all your NFL news and information all in one place. Been doing it since 2013. Was hired by PFF just this past year to run their new news division. And um, that's where we are. So if you don't follow on Twitter, make sure to do that now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's like, it's all the good stuff. It's everything you need to know. You know, it's about it's covering everybody too. So you can look into what your opponents are up to, what's happening for them coming into the week and all that kind of stuff too. So Ari's an awesome follow. Got tons of good information coming out. So and he's getting stats and data from, you know, one of the best out there doing it right now as well. So it's very cool. But before we really dive into the football and stuff and get Ari's opinion of the bills and everything, we do like to every week highlight a charity on the show or an organization, you know, that's out there doing really good things. So Ari obviously got to chose, uh, choose this week uh, who we are going to highlight. So why don't you go ahead and uh, let us know who you chose and kind of why you chose. Yeah, them. so I'm actually from Queens, New York here, and um, there's a local organization here. They're called Chazak. And what they do is um, they do a lot of things. They've been around here for a while, but um, they organize events. They organize lectures but one of the main things that they do is that they help children who go to who go to school um, after school with after school programs and events and programs in order to you know keep them off the streets keep them off from doing bad things and um, you know they've they've been working with thousands upon thousands of kids over the past several years and they've helped a lot of families with you know obviously in this generation kids could be doing a lot of different things and um, they've been 
a very major part of just putting them in a better environment and having them do all these different programs and events and be around other guys, other kids, other, other people, people who they learn from. So, um, it's a very, very important organization here in my area of Queens. And actually they are going to have their yearly campaign where they raise money in order to fund all these things that they do. It's coming up here in a couple of weeks on November 3rd and November 4th or November 2nd and 3rd actually. And um, if you'd like to donate, every dollar that is given is being matched by a donor. So um, you could go check it out. It is charity, com slash chazak, C-H-A-Z-A-Q. The Q is for Queens. And um, check it out and try to help out because they do a lot of great work here. Yeah, it's awesome. I, uh, when you told me kind of about them, I went and checked it out, obviously, you know, and it's a cool organization. You know, it's a it's a local organization, which is a, what kind of is lacking and what, what I really wanted to highlight a lot on the show, because it's, you know, a lot of people want to talk about American Cancer Society. You know, there's a lot of great value in that, too. But it's kind of cool to find out the about these little things that are happening in, you know, kind of pockets, you know, of what's taking place out there. So like we do every week, everything will be down in, you know, the show notes. So you guys can link over to that stuff directly and, you know, and donate and help out if you can you know, or spread around to somebody else that you might know that can. So Ari, you, you pretty much know everything about football, right? I mean, you, you just, you have to, you watch it all the time. You have all the stats. So I'm really curious to see, cause when you watch this Buffalo Bills team offensively, they look very unstoppable at times. Right. And I don't think there's very much missing from this offense, but if you were to tell me, what would you say is something that is missing from this offense or where do you really truly have them as the, one of the best offenses in the league? Top two, top three. What, what's kind of your overall thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I would consider them to be up there in the upper echelon in the entire NFL when it comes to offenses. I mean, you know, one of the things about the NFL, which is what I always find fascinating, is after a loss, there's always some panic as if there's something has to happen or something has to change. I think the Bills are fine. I mean, given their quarterback play, given the coaching experience, given the roster depth that they have, I wouldn't panic at all. I mean, I think they're they're fine. You know, thing I like about their GM, Brandon Levine, is that he's shown that he could be aggressive. So if he feels like they want to go out and do something before the November 2nd trade deadline, I'm sure he'll go out and do something. I mean, we know there are a couple of running backs out there available. I don't think they want to go there. Maybe some offensive line depth. Maybe they could use some of that. But overall, this is a roster that has is pretty much set from top to bottom with so many great players, with so many great backups as well, that they really don't have to push too many buttons like other teams might have to do right now. So overall, I think they're fine. And especially when you look at their division and look at their schedule, I mean, it just eases up so much right now. I mean, you have the the Dolphins, the Jaguars, the Jets twice, I believe, the Falcons in there. Like There are winnable games there, which they should easily win. So they're going to roll right into the playoffs and be fresh as well. They're not going to be in all these competitive, down-to-the-wire games like we just saw on Monday night. So I think they'll be fine. I really would not panic at all if this team it's It's easily one of the better teams in the NFL. The AFC is a gauntlet this year, and that bye is going to be very important. But I think the Bills should be fine. I really, really would not be worried at all if I was a Bills fan or really anybody down there in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm like, it was still, it's 31 points. I mean, I talked about it the other day. I'm like, they still put up 31 points. It's just usually in the NFL, when you put up 31 points, you come out on top, right? It's just not one of those things that always happens. So offensively, we've been performing well. There has been offensive line woes. I think you mentioned that with the possible depth, you know, just in case, uh, because the running game hasn't been 100% effective you know, at all times. So I think there's room for improvement there, but yeah, this is by no means a a panic. I still think we're a contender. You know, I think that obviously when we started this, I said there was the beginning of season, I said six to eight teams that could easily, or at least six that could be in the AFC championship. 
So, I mean, this is, this is a stack division or conference. So I, I, it's nice to hear that somebody else is like, relax folks, right? It's, it's going to be okay. So, but I think the big letdown from this past week then was the defensive side of the ball kind of got exposed for the first time this season, really. Right. Um, any panic on that side of the ball or you just chalk this up as it's one game. Uh, I mean, it's in, it's in the NFL. This could happen any week, realistically. Yeah. So the NFL is any given Sunday or in this case, Monday night, but Here's the reality. You're not going to be facing Derrick Henry every week. Okay. So, um, it's a different animal, different beast. I mean, he's leading the NFL in rushing yards by a large margin right now. I mean, he's, he is that offense. And whenever you have Julio and AJ Brown there as well, they're able to do the whole play action thing, which is really why they wanted to go out and get Julio, where you have these two big time receivers. And if you play the play action, it just freezes the defense. So then if you give it to Derrick Henry, let Derrick Henry be Derrick Henry. So we kind of got to see that on Monday night, but again, the Bills' defense, their defensive line after the draft. I mean, they have depth there as well. Gregory Rousseau has been, you know, I remember there was some pushback on that pick when they made that draft pick. I mean, he's he had a great game against Kansas City two weeks ago. I mean, he's a developing player, another player who they're going to be working on. I mean, one of the things that I love about Buffalo is the way they develop players, and he's another guy who they're going to be working with very, very closely. We've seen already on the field what he can do. But again, they played a Titans team who were, for the most part, healthy. They, they had a lot of injuries in the game, but offensively, they came in pretty healthy. They got Julio back. Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry. I mean, I really would not be worried about anything of this Buffalo team, as crazy as it might sound after a loss. I mean, you played a very tough team. You put up a lot of points regardless, and you lost a game that you could have won in the end. So, like, it's it, there, there's nothing to go crazy about. From all the AFC teams, besides for Baltimore and, and Buffalo, there's no other team that is as consistent right now as what they were doing last year. Kansas City has not been the same. Um, you know, Pittsburgh has not been the same. You look at all these other teams, it's not. It's it's really it's been Buffalo and it's been Baltimore when it comes to being consistent from where they were last year. So like I'm perfectly fine with where they are right now. A loss is a loss. They had four consecutive wins coming into it. But as I said, the schedule is going to ease up. Everything will be fine. They're likely to win the division and there's a chance they may get a first round bye. And then here we go off the playoffs where anything could happen. But the Bills are probably the favorites right now. And that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean, defensively, when I watched that, you gave up a 76-yard run. That was, you know, that's terrible. You can't do yeah. that, right? But then there is, they get the ball at the 11. I mean, so there was different scenarios in that game, too, where the defense kind of was just put in bad spots. I mean, when they gave up points earlier in the season, the Pittsburgh game was the same thing. Pittsburgh just kept getting the ball short fields, kind of like giving the opportunity to put the points up. So I'm not really worried about the defense at all. I think that they're playing really well. I thought we schemed that game to what they wanted us to do, and it really showed late in that second half as. Ryan Tannehill was completing every pass that he threw, you know, where, wherever he yeah. wanted. It was like, okay, this isn't good. But so let me ask you about two guys on that defense specifically that I, I don't think get a ton of love. Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, like they're like the best in the league, right? I mean, like I just, it, it always seems like they don't find their way to the top echelon. Do you have them as like, come like they got to be at least top two, top three, right? I mean. As a safety duo, it's, it's, it's arguably one of the best in the NFL. And the thing that makes them so great is the fact that they've been there for so many years and they're still not getting talked about. So that's like one of the more surprising things about it. But, you know, when it comes to other safety tandems, like there are, there are a bunch of great safeties in the NFL. Look at Cincinnati, Jesse Bates and Von Bell. I mean, I don't think anybody's talking about them either. So when it comes to these things, I mean, like everyone looks at, at a defense as a whole, unless you're like, the Seattle Legion of Boom, where they had a whole, you know, motto and everything. But Buffalo doesn't have that. But 
you know, regardless, I mean, Micah High, Jordan Porter, they've been one of the best for a while as a tandem. You add Davis White there, who's been an all-pro corner, who really doesn't get talked about enough as well as one of the top corners in the NFL. Really, this entire Buffalo team, until really last year, and even last year, during the course of their run, nobody really took them seriously. No one thought that they were legit. Nobody knew a lot of these players that they have on their team. Like, it was the Diggs trade. Everyone knew who Diggs was. It's Josh Allen took over but then defensively how many people actually spoke about the players on that defense even on offense like Cole Beasley was a, one of the better slot receivers in the NFL but people really downplayed that so like it feels like really the entire Bills team there aren't many flashy players guys who are you know like these star players who you would be putting in the NFL top 100 and stuff like that but these are really good consistent players who just get the job done and ultimately as a general manager of Brandon Bean that's what you're looking for and that's what he's done with this team and they just have so many great players and as you mentioned Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer are definitely two of them yeah I mean they, they've played phenomenal and that's that's the piece of it that I definitely doesn't get talked about is these guys have been together three years now I mean you know a lot of it's hard to do that in the NFL realistically keeping pieces to the puzzle like that together for three, four years and letting them stay in the same system. You know, you know, it really shows those guys have been phenomenal and you've mentioned it a few times already. I mean, I don't think the road to the playoffs is going to be all that challenging for us unless something terrible happens because of who I think we play one team that actually has a winning record as of right now, the rest of the way. And so, it, it looks good. You know, we got Tampa Bay in there, which will be a big game. And, you know, there's some other games that could be challenging on the road. But do you see the Bills for sure in the playoffs? I mean, they're going to win the AFC East, right? Well, you know, there's nothing that is a guarantee in the NFL because the reality is an injury could happen. God forbid stuff could happen. Things happen. It's just the way the NFL is, right? You know, like I love in the preseason how we're all doing our rankings and our who's going to be good, who's going to be bad. Like there's going to be unfortunate preseason injuries, training camp injuries. Like we, we had it. We had cam makers. We had a bunch of guys who just go down and it could affect your ultimate result. So it's hard to really just put you know, a guarantee they're going to make this, they're going to win that. But if this is the team that they have right now and everybody's healthy and this is what they're going to be the rest of the year, as I mentioned already, the schedule is, is, is it's, 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 you know, there's a bunch of teams that you should be winning pretty easily. I mean, let's just put it like that. So they should be able to win all those games. They should be able to make the playoffs. And from there, anything could happen, but really when the NFL made that schedule change a couple, uh, a couple years ago where they made it only one team gets a buy, I think it really makes it now the Bills really have to take every single game seriously and win every single game because that buy makes a humongous difference. So I think that's really what you're looking at right now. It's a week-by-week game, but when you look at this schedule, when you look at this team, they should be fine. And if they're able to get that buy, I mean, it's just a game changer. So that's really what I would be you know, eyeing right now. But again, you want to just be able to go week-to-week with this league. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think you're seeing it too, because Baltimore is going to have a much more difficult of a back half. You know, they've got a great team in Cincinnati in their division. They're going to have to play. They're going to have to do the classic showdowns with Pittsburgh, Cleveland. You know, they're going to have a lot to get through. So our road, and I think this team does take every game seriously. I don't think we're going to look past any of these teams. You know, I think we understand how important it is to win every one of these games for that top seed. So speaking in the AFC, when I started out, I had it was kind of Baltimore, Buffalo, Kansas City, Tennessee, Cleveland, and at the time, Indianapolis was kind of on my fringe a little bit. Now we've seen kind of Kansas City's having a little a slow start. 
Obviously, Indianapolis is off to a bad start. Cincinnati's showing up. The Raiders are showing up. Who? Any of these teams like Cincinnati, the Raiders, you think they're going to be there long haul? Or do you think we're going to see, you know, kind of the rest of them creep back up to the top? Yeah, I mean, when I look at the AFC, first of all, as I mentioned earlier, it's really a gauntlet. Like the teams that are there, I mean, there are just so many good teams, including Buffalo. You know, I think the obvious top ones you already mentioned, I, I'm really intrigued by a team like Cincinnati because they were a team that all of a sudden decided to become very aggressive in um in free agency and most of their moves have actually panned out which is you know it's not something that always happens it's you know Trey Hendrickson has worked out Von Bell has worked out DJ Reader has worked out like all these guys that they added to their defense has actually panned out and offensively we've seen what Jamar Chase is doing we see what Joe Burrow is doing like it's a team that we're so used to them being so bad and all of a sudden they're playing so well we're like okay at some point it's going to stop but really it's a team that is just you know, it's stacked with talent. I know some people have some questions about the coaching staff, but up until now, it's worked out pretty well. But the problem that I have is really just the division they're playing in is so tough. Like all those NFC, AFC North games are always just, you know, hard grinding games that always go down to the wire, whether it's Pittsburgh, Baltimore, or Cleveland. So it's going to be really difficult there. It's not like they're playing the AFC East or the NFC East or something like that, where these teams are, you know, not as competitive. So that's the only thing about them, but I'm really intrigued by Cincinnati. I think we all like Cleveland coming into the year, but they've been just hammered by injuries. This Baker Mayfield situation is going to be interesting because he has a torn labrum and it's on his non-throwing shoulder. The thing is when he throws, he really puts power into his whole body when he throws. And, you know, that could possibly affect him. He's obviously out here for tonight's game. So that's interesting. The Colts, as you mentioned, are a team that a lot of people liked, especially after some of the moves they made this offseason. That's another team that's been just hammered with injuries so it's gonna be interesting to see how they all play out you know it's really just you know the obvious teams the titans the ravens the Chargers have been a pleasant surprise and i really would not sleep on the chiefs yet i mean obviously they haven't had the season that they were hoping to have to start but they've played some very tough teams they still have patrick mahomes they still have tyree kill they still have travis kelsey and ultimately they basically have all their draft picks next year which means they could still pull off some sort of a trade here before the november 2nd trade deadline so let's just keep that all in mind as well so those are the obvious teams there are some intriguing teams there as well the raiders are an interesting thing after everything that happened there of john gruden i think they played really well this past week against denver but um it's going to be interesting i mean that team has come together after everything that happened with john gruden so the conference is a fascinating conference, but um, it still feels like it's like two really top-heavy teams with Buffalo and Baltimore, and everyone else is going to be chasing them. That's the way I look at it, at least. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore's for me coming into the season, I had questions about their defense. I knew that they would kind of like they lost some, you know, heavy hitters on that side of the ball, but they always seem yeah. to figure out a way to make it happen. You know, on the defensive side of the ball, just classically throughout the history of that that team, they 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 just do it. So you knew they'd stick around. Cleveland, um, yeah, this Baker thing is weird because if you say he's going to play through it, then why isn't he playing through it tonight? And then like, you know, is is the ten days after really going to give him that much time to feel better to do it? It's it's tricky. I see Jarvis is back yeah. tonight, so that should give. That should give him a little help and maybe he'll get that, you know, that case Keenum that went on a run, you know, when he was with, you know, and just kind of got hot and he started playing good football. I mean, you never know. It is the NFL, yeah. right? So it's going to be a tough one for them tonight too, but I agree. This is, I, I, Cincinnati and the Raiders to me are both the teams that I'm kind of waiting for them just to fall off and be like, well, 
Raider up. You guys are going to mess this up somehow, right? Like, what? No. So it's been it's been kind of pleasant yeah. that they've been hanging on. And I like Cincinnati. I, I I do think that they have a good offense. Their defense is playing really good football, and I think that's what it's it's more fun to know that your conference is just yeah. stacked, and that when you win, it actually means that you're beating like legitimate teams week in and week out. Not that our schedule the rest of the way is going to reflect that, you know, per se. But uh, pretty exciting stuff. So you said the Chiefs will be back up there. If you were to pick Buffalo Baltimore right now, who would you take? Wow. And it's okay to not say the Bills. Wow. That's a, that's a tough one. Um, I'm pretty sure they don't play this year, right? They're, they don't have a game. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um, man, that's, that's a hard one. Um, it's, it's, it's the ultimate just toss up game. You know, it's like, it's who's home, who, who's the home team over here. I think that this, right. that makes a big difference here. It's not like we're in a COVID situation where there's no fans. I mean, it's a tough one, man. I mean, I could definitely see that being a playoff matchup. We got it last year, right? Um, and Buffalo handled that one pretty well. Um, you know, it's hard. It's really hard to pick. I mean, it's hard to pick. It's it's a game that I would love to to see happen. It's it's hard to really choose one, but both these teams are just amazing, and um, I really can't pick one or the other. It's it's a tough one, man. That's all right. It's a you tough don't have one. To. You don't have to. It, it is truly like going to be a toss up because it is really going to play into where you're playing. I mean, yeah. that's why you mentioned the the number one seed is super important, right? I mean, if you can get to hang out at home for the entire playoff run, I think that makes a difference, you know, when you're trying to do this and it's definitely striving for that long term. So it's, I'm looking forward to it. I think at this point right now, it would be an epic battle, like you mentioned, and it would really just kind of be one play would probably make the difference in the game, you know, and it would be exciting. I think the entire AFC playoffs are going to be like that. Like every matchup is legitimately going to be like either of the teams could win the game today, right? Just depending on what's taking place. So it's super exciting for the game, super exciting for the AFC and for football altogether. Let me ask you real quick. uh, A lot of people I ask say AFC's like easily better than the NFC you kind of float in that same boat or would you say right now there's uh, more NFC teams that are kind of better than the AFC teams? No, I, I think the argument that the AFC is probably heavier than the NFC is probably right. I mean, just look at the NFC where the NFC East, it's it's like the Cowboys and everybody else. It's, you know, the Packers and basically everybody else. I mean, it's it's the Buccaneers and, you know, the Saints and Panthers are like floating around there. It's really the NFC West is what's stacked over there. But the AFC, I mean, it's like, it's Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs. All of them have had solid starts and then a little bit of some, you know, they've had some losses as well, but they're all, you know, 500 or better. The AFC North, we already talked about them. All four teams are still in it. The AFC South, I mean, the Titans and Colts are going to be battling it out throughout the year. And the AFC East, I mean, as much as we talk about the Bills so much, I mean, I think the Patriots are two and four, but the record is doesn't really say much. I think they've played some really competitive games. They almost beat Dallas last week. They played till the end against Tampa Bay. And then, you know, the Dolphins just haven't been there this year, but it's just like we were expecting a lot more out of them. And it's like I don't I don't really know what to what's gonna happen there. There's a lot of rumors about what's happening there, whether it's with their front office and the coaching staff and the quarterback situation and all of that. But it's a team that has a good roster and a team that should be able to win more games. But um yeah, I think just playoff wise, like if you remember last year, like we had a Saints Bears game in the NFC. Like we didn't have that in the AFC. Like we're you know what I mean? So like I, I would probably say the AFC is is probably like a little bit heavier than the NFC right now. But just overall, the NFL's in a good spot right now. Like look at all these young quarterbacks that we have. Look at all these good teams that we have. Look at really just everything that's going on. There's like there's a lot of parity. There's a lot of just good things happening for the league. Look at just viewership. You know, just 
but overall, the NFL is doing fine right now. I mean, it's it's just the way it is overall as a league. I think they're doing really well. But back to your question, I would probably say the AFC is a little bit heavier than the NFC right now. Yeah. Real quick, give you one hundred dollars. Everybody's even. Who wins the Super Bowl? Who wins the Super Bowl? Um, so before the season started, I was very high on the Chiefs, and then I picked the Seahawks, which has not been going really well. But the reason for that was because I was very bought into Russell Wilson is there, but he also handpicked his own offensive coordinator. I thought it would be like they're going to explode finally, and it's going to be his show. Didn't really work out like that. Now he's hurt. If I'm going to pick it right now, I'm very heavy on Buffalo. I know this is a Buffalo podcast, but I'm very heavy on Buffalo. I'm not panicking at all as to what happened last week. I think this is a team that A is stacked, A the quarterback play, B the quarterback play, C just the coaching experience that they have there and the continuity, and just D, the fact that their schedule isn't as tough as these other teams means they're going to be just fresher come that January playoff time. So I really like Buffalo a lot to make the Super Bowl. And then in the NFC, I'm still not, you know, I'm still all in with Tampa Bay. I think it's, again, same reasons as Buffalo. It's continuity. It's second year in that system with Brady. It's just everything about them feels like they're just the team right now. But then again, there are a bunch of other guys there who could also make it interesting. But if I was to go right now with my Super Bowl pick, I like Tampa Bay and I like Buffalo a lot. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. All right, before we get out of here, anything you want to shout out? Um, yeah, I guess just for the people who might not be on, you know, checking out the Twitter at my sports update, the website pff.com. A lot of great tools. You know, I wasn't with PFF until this past year. I didn't even know the amount of information and stuff that they had. Like I knew it was a big deal. I knew all 32 teams use it. I knew every agent uses it, but I didn't know that they had that much information. So I would highly suggest not just to check it out, but also just to subscribe and just see the stuff that they have over there. And I really believe you'll become a smarter football fan as well. Just play around with all the tools that they have. It's a lot of fascinating stuff. But every team, every player, every play. I mean, it's just unreal things that are going on there on pff.com. And again, the Twitter account at MySportsUpdate. Check it out. Get all your news information in one place. Turn on notifications so you don't miss anything. Absolutely. I have all those things already done, so uh, I don't have to do any of those. But Ari, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man. For everybody listening in, uh, thanks so much for being here. We won't have a show if you guys weren't listening in, so I appreciate you guys very much. Make sure you're heading over to the buffalonerd.com for everything I'm up to. And make sure you guys are following along over on Buffalo Lowdown. That's buffalowdown.com for Brandon and all those guys and the hard work they're putting in over there. And, of course, go Bills. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out! ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.